Welcome to the Choice Point Podcast. My name is Allison. This week's episode was inspired by a conversation that I had recently with a colleague of mine who was asking a lot of great questions, kind of like my background, how it's evolved and currently where I'm going. But one of the questions that she, well, one of the areas which she was really interested in was working the, my work with athletes. And she wanted to know kind of how that looked like and how it parallels traditional therapy, if you will. I mean, long story short, your your evolution of who you are in your field, right, is unique to yourself. Like we can all take the same courses, right, but who you are is ultimately how your career folds out and, and transcends your education, what you kind of focus on. And some people do get confused. Like, you know, you, you work in this area, you have a, you have a trauma crisis background, but now you're working like with couples and athletes. Like, how does that work? And for me, it's like one and the same, but that's just, again, kind of like my lens of, of who I am. So I think nothing of it, but I realize for some people it can be kind of confusing. So that was basically the, the kind of the, if you will, the processing of what was going on. And then, so then I was like, how does, how does it look similar? And uh, I'll give a a recent example. And I'm going to give this recent example because actually it's, it's going to be something that we should all kind of focus on. It's definitely something I've been focusing on for a while now, but that'll make sense in a minute. So I had been working with this uh, pretty talented young man in in the uh, football in the football world, and he currently has a couple of injuries in surgery, and we're in summertime right now. So this this for high school football players, this is a really especially ones that are being heavily watched by universities, which this young man is is it's really crucial. A for summer camps, then going out, and then also participating in the university camps, right and then again, with the with the school state of con- being conditioned, doing everything that they can within the legal parameters of practicing, pretty much most of the year, and this young man, he was really had some setbacks, and this is a crucial, crucial year coming up for him, and he was pretty frustrated because the surgery basically means he's not going to be able to practice. He's just going to be doing rehab all summer. And so we were having that conversation about that, the frustrations of that, right? So that's like traditional counseling, right? So the frustrations and the emotions of not being able to do what he's good at. You know, just sitting with that, just honoring it. And, you know, <laughs> so then I had to pull in a little bit of, to make it a little bit lighter, I use myself as an example. And I typically do that sometimes to get people off the hot seat, especially if they're feeling a little bit emotionally charged. And I was like, listen, I can completely and totally relate to what you're going through right now. As an athlete, at the time, um, I, (laughs) my, my, my chiropractor, uh, sweet, very sweet woman, uh, had to deliver me some really, what I already knew, right? I have, I have a, you know, I've been lifting for quite a while, so I've got some back issues. And so she had to deliver some really frustrating news for me. 
that some of the exercises that I was doing that we had to taper off on. So I looked at him and I said, you know, essentially I've been powerlifting. That's kind of what I love doing. And so basically she told me no more deadlifts and no more squats. <laughs> he looked at me and his eyes got big. Because <laughs> if, if, you, if you're a weightlifter, you understand this, right? I was like, yeah, yeah. So basically she told me everything that I really enjoy about lifting, really, I can't do. <laughs> and I said, and I wasn't happy about it. And she knew that. She could feel that. She was like, I got really quiet when she delivered me the news. And she's like, we, we can work around this. She's like, again, she's so sweet. But I was, yeah, I was, I was upset. <laughs> I was going through some other stuff too, obviously. Um, so I was like, okay, whatever, whatever. And so then I was having a conversation with him and trying to write, like, it's like well, I get it. So I, I basically have been told the things that I'm good at, right? Because basically I've been focusing on my squat for a while, you know, and obviously I'm going to, when I can reintroduce that, it's going to look different. I'm going to have to really focus on some certain things and, and change that up. So A, I'll probably, in my positive thinking, probably better at it than I was before, but will I hit my records like I was? No. And that was my focus. I was hitting records. So... We, we take it back, right? So then I take back the conversation to him. Tell me what you're good at. And then I'm, I'm not going to give up his position. But I mean, basically, he would just, he was rattled off right again, his strengths, going in with the flow, you know, making the moves. And then we talked about how good that felt when he was able just to excel and everything flows because those were the, his strengths, right? So I said, so, <laughs> I said, you know, we all have weaknesses. Athletes all have weaknesses. I said the the nature, and that means, again, so we're going to pull this into regular counseling, we all have weaknesses. We all tend to lean on our strengths because it makes us feel good, right? We want to excel. So we all heavily emphasize the things that we're good at. And we put all the attention on that. And we're like, look at me, look at me, look at me, right? I'm doing good. And it's just that standard, just human response makes a whole bunch of sense. So then I pinged it back and I said, so, right, let's go back. My, my chiropractor tells me now the things that I've been focusing on, the things that I've been working out and, and beating records for myself, <laughs> please keep that in mind, for myself, um, I can no longer do. I said, so I sat there as she was delivering me this news <laughs> a little bit of angry pants, right? And then I was like, okay, well, I mean, I know I have weaknesses. My weaknesses are upper upper arm, right? And then he was like, okay, yeah. And I said, so then then, then that's what I'm going to be working on, my pull-ups, you know, doing other stuff. So I said, so interestingly enough, powerlifting has been like the thing that I've been focusing on. So I said, now I'm going into bodybuilding. I said, with an adaptation of doing 4,000 lunges. <laughs> and he like, he busted out laughing, right? I said, because I said, I'm going to be doing lunges all over the neighborhood because and lunges to exhaustion, right? I said, because, but those, because it's not going to, it's not going to match my squats, but it's okay. I said, so I'm going to focus on different muscle groups and, and bring them up. So I said, so it's an opportunity for me actually maybe to focus on the art form in a little bit of a different perspective than powerlifting, moving it to 
bodybuilding, which would be getting very specific maybe about working with how some things want to look like. So I looked at him and then I said, so what are your weaknesses? <laughs> Cute. Um, I got like this little crooked grin. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, so what are your weaknesses? Come on, give them to me. And he was like, okay. He said, in all honesty, sometimes it is memorizing all the plays. I was like, great. Okay. So while you're in the middle of rehab, right, and you're having to build up all of these things and you're going to be frustrated, I said, then now like start communicating with uh, your coaches and there's going to be a little bit of um, changes there. So I said, you know, get really tight with your position coach start really like, cause I said, usually in the summertime, what I've noticed is they like, you know, they want to mix things up. They start doing a lot of education themselves, trying to figure out like when they have a new incoming players, whose strengths, whose weaknesses and, and finding kind of the plays that will enhance those abilities. Right. As a coach, you're kind of always looking at that. But so I said, so you start having the conversation with your position coach, what those plays might look like, right? Just start like having the conversation, start exercising your mind and then focusing on those weaker points of what you don't usually pay attention to because you let your talent take over. And then I said, then you become a well-rounded athlete. You become a better athlete in the midst of your injury. And he shook his head. He said, I can do that. Okay. Like, good. Right. So then how does, again, does that parallel that parallels exactly to regular counseling <laughs> in a lot of ways? Right. Again, we all rely on our strengths. But it's when we have those breakdowns. So let's like take it into the context of relationship. Right. Excellent person at talking about how I feel with another person. Right. Like when you do that, you know, it makes me feel like this. But maybe your weaknesses in the relationship is the actual lack of awareness of paying attention to someone else's cues. Like having a conversation about it's great, but maybe you're not so aware of reading another person. You're open to conversation. You love conversation. But maybe not being fully present or slowing down enough to read the cues or to know what the cues are. So this would be something that I would actually do with couples. If I giving the, even if, even working with couples that have been together for 20 years, uh, we take a lot of things for granted. And then again, like when a system is working, it is human nature to keep that system kind of going. And then you just kind of push through, not necessarily focusing on the weaknesses. So a lot of that would be when, a lot of assumptions are made because things are working or I just assume, right, if there was a problem, you would say something to me as opposed to maybe taking the time to read the person's language, body language, whatever subtleties and, and asking questions then. That's you know a, a quick kind of example of how it parallels. I guess the focus would be kind of like, like if you know what your strengths are, and whatever it may be, whether it be relationships, <laughs> whether it be certain things that you do in your job that are easy, right? I would have you just kind of like lean back this week and go, what are my weaknesses? 
and, and observe and not, not to beat yourself up. Cause that's certainly not the point, but if my weakness is say for instance, maybe not being, again, not being aware of others, if I'm in a work environment or maybe not, maybe having a lot of good ideas, but not necessarily volunteering them because no one asks me, right? If there's certain things like that that you know, then make it a point that you are going to then try to offer your opinion or offer a solution when maybe you wouldn't have. So <laughs> what what does an injured athlete teach us, right? That I'm, A, I'm taken out of the game. I'm taken out of the game, which causes frustration because the thing I'm good at, I can no longer do. But if I'm going to be a better athlete, provided that I'm going to be able to get back into the game with, with rehab, of course, right, then I need to focus on the areas in which I'm weaker and bring those up. So then I am performing at my optimal, my best game ever. The best game ever is life. So it translates one and the same as far as I'm concerned. If you're a stay-at-home mom, right, an entrepreneur, whether you just consider yourself just a regular person that doesn't have a lot of aspirations, what are your weaknesses? What are your strengths? If you had to like not rely on your strengths and you have to look at your weaknesses, how do you bring your weaknesses up so then you're performing better? And that's all there is to it. Just some food for thought. So anyways, as usual, I hope you have a wonderful week and I look forward to connecting with you later. I hope you enjoyed that podcast as much as I enjoyed recording it. But more importantly, I hope that you got something beneficial out of it. If you're interested in learning more about me or any of the services that I provide, such as counseling, life coaching, or in the videos that I have up, please visit my website at choicepointprograms.com. Currently on social media, I'm probably the most active on Instagram, and the handle there is choicepointprograms. As usual... I hope that you have a great week and I always look forward to connecting with you later.